Welcome everybody to another episode of Daddy No. Uh, day number 150 Man, 150 days of being a stay-at-home father uh, Week number 21 of doing this podcast Thank you guys Episode number 21 of this podcast Thank you guys for joining me My kids are in the back playing right now Sunday. You want to do a what? A robot I want to do a robot Oh man, you messed it up Oh shoot Oh sorry oh, Come on man, you can't do that Anywho Anywho Ooh, ooh, ooh Ooh, 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 yeah That's how we're starting the podcast today With songs and my daughter and my son in the back Acting like an asshole Anyway So, uh, <laughs> today uh, I will, we're going to talk about Well, I had, I had a funny little uh, thing I was going to do with my son But uh, yeah, he's... he's uh, he is what he is right now, so that's what it is when it is when it was. So uh, Brexit happened, man. So talk about Bre- I talked about it the last podcast, and uh, I'm gonna talk about it this podcast because it actually happened. I didn't. I predicted that it would not happen because uh, that um, uh, member of parliament died, right? Uh, but no, it still it still went through. It still went through. Uh, a survey. I was gonna go over this survey. I'll probably do that first. It wasn't really. It was. It was five questions that I asked local comedians here in San Antonio. And I, to my shock, a lot of people answered. Over thirty people answered. And I'm gonna talk about what I, the questions I asked them. There was a reason I asked certain questions to see exactly uh, kind of where we at or where we are as a scene. Um, there was a bombing in Turkey. So that's that's not really funny. But I did want to talk about it because I saw. I'm pretty sure everybody saw that the the scene where the cop shoots the bomber or one of them, and then um, the guy, as he's dying, ends up pulling the bomb and killing himself and blowing up. I'd never seen that before, like a person just blown up like that. Like on the movies, but in real life, wow. Well, I mean, I wasn't even there in real life. Uh, it was on a camera, but still, knowing that, it's just, whoa. Um, uh, a show, a new show that we did there at Blind Tiger Comedy Club and how that was. And we're actually going to start doing it July 9th on Saturdays at 10 o'clock, which is really funny. Uh, really funny. Really fun. And a bunch of other stuff that I just want to talk about and everything. So I did this. Um, I, I did this survey. I, it was only five questions, and I put it out on the San Antonio comedy thing. And this is going to be like a segment. I was thinking of segments to do, and this is going to be the segment that I wanted to do. And I just asked five questions. The five questions were: uh, How long you've been doing comedy? Are you MC, a feature, a headliner? What are you? Um, how many times do you perform a week? And uh, how funny do you think you are? Oh, and where do you think you're going in comedy? So these are the five questions that I asked people. And the responses that I got back, uh, about almost 40% said they were open micers. Um, most, most, oh, you all right? Hold up. All right, I'm back. Just put my daughter down for a nap. She finally went to bed. Uh, she's been fighting me lately. I don't know what it is, but she's like... I, she's doing what her brother does whenever he needs to go to sleep or take a nap. Like, basically cries herself to sleep. She can't. Before, I just put her on my back with the, this little wrap my wife uses. And I, she taught me how to use it. It's so much easier. You can get chores done and stuff like that. That's a weird thing I never thought I'd ever say. But 
uh, it's a Spurs one. It's real cool. But anyway, I put her in that, and then she falls asleep. But lately, as soon as I take her out of that thing, she wakes right back up. So I'm like, all right, so you can't fall asleep that way anymore. So I try to put her asleep by feeding her and then patting her back and everything. And she just cries. She just cries for like 30, 40 minutes. Like, and I know she's tired. I could see it in her eyes. I'm like, you're a baby. You're six months, and you got bags on your eyes. You need to go to sleep. Honey, go to sleep. Go to, and I swear every time I'm, I, I'm like, ooh, ooh, go to sleep, ooh, ooh, you know, you're patting her back and stuff like that. She's like, I swear she's screaming, F you, I hate you. Ah! And then she crashes out. So uh, my kids have a lot of pent up aggression. I don't know where they get it from. Their mother. I have no idea what's going on, but hey, you know, they're calming down. And uh, my son's watching his show now, eating strawberries, because that's what he wanted to do. And uh, my daughter's out for a nap. But uh, that's where they're at right now. But now I can do the podcast and do what I wanted to do. So I was going to talk about Brexit first, but instead I'm going to talk about this survey. Uh, I took this survey. There's only five questions, and I did it for San Antonio Comedians, which this is going to be a new segment that I do where I ask people every Thursday, this past week, I did it Sunday actually, uh, three to five questions about themselves and then uh, kind of talk about it a little bit. So that's the new thing that I'm doing. So the thing that I was doing was uh, San Antonio Comedians. I just I just did a questionnaire for San Antonio Comedians. A to- what? What? You want what? You want sick up? Cereal? Come over here and ask me correctly. No one knows. It's like you're saying sick up. Say it right. Stop spinning. Stop. Stop. Come over here and ask me. Ask me correctly. Cereal. May I have? I have. Some cereal. Cereal. Please. Please. Yes. Hold on. Stop spinning. Uh, all right, I got him a cereal. This kid snacks and snacks and snacks. All right, back way back to the questionnaire that I had. So there's a question for San Antonio comedians. I asked five simple questions. Uh, how long have you been a stand-up comedian? Are you MC feature or a headliner? How many times do you perform a week? Um, how funny are you on a scale from zero to ten? And what is your goal in comedy? And some of you, your responses, man, uh, I wish I knew who you were because that's uh, it's not very nice people to say those certain types of things that's actually where i'm going to start off with the responses so some of the responses were i mean i mean you know be funnier uh, be a headliner those are their goals some of them were weird like i like to smoke weed and party who doesn't i don't get why people judge me for all the partying it's not like you're effing life i will party all the time no one will stop me i am a party god what did that have to do with anything what are you talking about? Another one said impress the Jews. Okay. Uh, making a living. Uh, I never made a soul laugh, not even one. Also, I have a baby. Okay. A baby something. A baby appendage is what they put. Uh, pay bills. Own a small club in NY. Uh, somebody said they'd like to do something to my mother. I don't appreciate that, whoever said that. And uh, my mom listens to this podcast. So uh, that's, not, that's not right. That's not right. <laughs> this one was hilarious. To defeat Satan and his unholy attack on God's people by talking about my crotch. Hmm, good. I like it. I like it. Uh, to do it full time, to do comedy anywhere, to do comedy everywhere. This last one I like a lot. To crush my enemies, see them driven before me, and to hear the lamentations of their women. <laughs> okay, got it. That's a good one. It's a good one. 
to be funny enough to do bar shows, stuff like that. So, yeah, those those are the, some of the responses. So mainly the main words used were people, comedy, funny, shows, pursue, time, blah, blah, blah. But uh, apparently out of uh, 32 people took this. I was, I was surprised how many people took this. Um, and then the whole thing about the years, most people have been doing it. I mean, it's, it, that was pretty even. 25% of people doing it about one year, 25% one of five years, 25% five to 10 years, and 22.6% of 10 years plus. Because uh, there's points in there, point 0.8, point whatever. But almost a quarter, everybody's, uh, everybody's been doing it around that time. Now, as far as open mic, there's, this is the other thing. I said, what are you, an MC, a feature, a headliner? So about uh, 17% of people think they're, or are headliners, not think they're, are headliners and uh or said that they're headliners uh most people on here are uh open mics or features apparently so a lot of open micers and a lot of uh a lot of features a lot of features i didn't think there was that many features but uh, apparently there is and the rest are open micers and then as far as doing as far as how many times do you perform a week uh over 40 percent like 43 percent only go up two times or whenever they can which is crazy to me because it said 36, 35% open migers and like 43% are only going up twice a week. So that means that there's a good 10%, around 10% of people who are MCs, features, and headliners who only go up two times a week. That's the only part that I was like, what? Yeah. A lot of people go up more than five times a week. Good for you. Good for you. But... I mean, you can't. I don't see how you can be a working comedian and only go up two times a week. You got to get up more than that, unless you're lying on the survey, which, in other words, which I, you probably were, which I don't really care. And then, as far as how funny you are, only five people think they're funny. Everybody else is like, I'm, I'm okay, I'm okay, or man, I suck. So, <laughs> not even all the headliners thought they were funny. Yeah, apparently, only five people said that they're funny, and. There was, what, six headliners that they said on here? Six, seven. Mm, there was a total of six. Oh, no, five headliners. Okay, so that makes sense. Five headliners and five people think they're funny. Everybody else thinks they're okay or they suck. Which uh, So there's no funny features or no funny MCs or anything like that. Huh. So I guess we have poor... Um, so we don't think too highly of ourselves, do we, people? So that's how San Antonio comedy breaks down. I thought it was going to be, like, way more open micers. Well, you know, you don't know who's really taking these surveys, right? But I was trying to find out if there's some type of correlation to how many times you go up a week, how long you've been doing it, and how good you think you are. So I think uh, most people, as far as going up... Let me see on here. Most people... Well, about a third, a third go up more than five times, and two thirds go up less than five times a week. Hmm. So that's how the survey broke down. I don't know what you guys were expecting from that. I was just seeing if you guys would take the survey, and you did. Appreciate that. And uh, those were the results of the survey. And for those who saying that they're working comedians, but are in the group of the 43.3% that go up when they have time, or maybe at the most two times, like man, then. You need to get on it, son, because uh, I don't know how you are a working comedian, 
being an MC, a feature, a headliner, and only going up that little amount of times. You got to go up. Everybody says everybody says different numbers. Everybody says like, oh, you got to go up five times, or you got to go up six times, or you got to go up every night. Just it depends. Uh, it depends on on the, on the time that you're working with. You know what I mean? Like. The more, the more you do it, the better you're going to get, of course. But not only that, it's the amount of time you're doing it. And what I mean by that, time on stage. So there's a difference between if somebody's doing a feature set 30 minutes long versus somebody's going to an open mic and do it. You know, I did five open mics, and each open mic was five minutes. So that means I did a total of 25 minutes on stage versus a feature who went up, uh, you know, five times or six times, and they had 30 minutes each time that they went up. So let's say they went six times, that's three hours. That's three hours versus your 25 minutes. And they said in order to become an expert or really good at anything, you need to have a total of 10,000 hours. So imagine if you're a headliner. Imagine if you're a headliner and you're touring consistently and you're going up, I don't know, seven, eight times and doing an hour, over an hour, right? So let's say seven times and doing an hour. That's seven hours a week. Seven hours in one week. So if you go, let's say, I don't know, three, uh, a whole month and you're doing uh, the whole month every week, the seven shows and each one's an hour now you just did almost 30 hours you did 28 hours right and that's if you didn't do any other mics and stuff like that so uh, hey hey son come here come here come here what i tell you your sister's asleep be quiet please stop running he's gonna wake her up but i'm gonna get pissed off because that little girl needs to sleep because she gets very cranky when you wake her up because that's what he did. So anyway, the long, the more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. Of course, everybody knows that. But not only that, the more time you're on stage that you're doing it also. It's the kind of time that you get because, of course, um, some, some, some open mics, some horrible bar shows start, I think, to hurt you and, and aren't beneficial because it's good at the beginning to get your legs you know, as far as getting your stage presence, trying to get comfortable in front of audiences, and those are some of the hardest audiences to, to get comfortable in front of. So it's good to be able to try, try to do that. But after a while, you start coming up with bar material and start saying bar things. Then you go to a club and you're using that bar joke or whatever inside the comedy club. And those are two different type of audiences right there. One's there, attentive, wanting to listen to you, especially if they're a savvy audience and they want to listen to you. And you're going to come up with some you know, bar material, some vulgar, uh, borderline hacky stuff, you know, just because you, you want to get their attention, you're used to fighting people, and now you have time to sit down and really do your set. It doesn't come off the same, um, but, you know, those are all different types of audiences. But that's how the survey came out, so I want to thank everybody for taking that, that little questionnaire. I'm going to be having one. That's a new thing I'm going to be doing. Every Thursday I'm going to be doing that. Hold on, give me one second. I'll be right back. You hear him in the background, right? He's, he's going to wake her up, and I'm going to get pissed. Hold up. Sorry about that. I had to go calm him down because I didn't want to wake up his sister because that would have made me very upset because she would have been upset, and everybody would have been upset, and uh, couldn't finish this podcast today, which would have made people upset. Not really. Probably not. I don't know, but maybe it would have. You listen to this, right, guys? Huh? Right, guys? <laughs> Brexit happened. That's a good little transition there so brexit happened i didn't think it was going to happen i didn't think it was going to happen because that that lady the member of parliament that passed away that uh apparently that that uh the crazy guy had stabbed and shot her because she was for uh staying with the european union and he was against it and he was like you know britain's freedom and whatever that was a horrible accent i tried uh but the yeah so they ended up passing and uh 
a lot of people said what was going to happen was it was going to go, it was going to send the EU, uh, all the European stock market was going to crash, and the pound was going to crash, and it's going to affect the markets all over the place. And it did. It did. Yeah. Uh, for the first few days, it did. Today and yesterday, apparently, the market has bounced back up. But I think it's just a lot of volume trading. All these rich people who know kind of what's going on, insider trading type of stuff, or, or mixing stuff around and, and selling all, everything and then buying it cheap. And then they're going to sell it again and buy it cheap. So there's going to be a lot of volatility. These are all words that I learned on CNBC and watching uh, Russia Today and listening to other economists on their podcast. <laughs> so uh, this, if you're like, that doesn't make any sense, eh, it's because I'm talking out of my butt. So, yeah. Uh, but gold went up a lot, man. Gold went up over 1300 That's the thing that I was shocked by. Uh, well, not shocked, but the, the, the weird thing is that it doesn't make sense that it went up like that, that quick, yet um, the stocks are, are rising and falling while this is continuously going up. So it's gained over almost 100 bucks. Wow, almost 100 bucks since the, the Brexit uh, exit, the Britain's exit from there, right? And the pound has gone down, and it's like 30-year lows on there. Uh, the only thing about the Brexit thing that after it passed was how many people, and I keep, I keep seeing it reported on the news, is how many people are like, well, I didn't know really what it meant. Then why would you vote? Really? That's your excuse. I really, I, I didn't know. I didn't know what it meant. I didn't know. That's another horrible. <laughs> anybody from England or anybody listening is like, I don't like this wanker. Like that. It. How did you not know? Why would you vote in it? And how would you? I feel. I don't feel sorry for you if you didn't know. You know. I did, what? What? Right? Like, uh, like if they're voting here in Texas, like I didn't know what that meant to get out of the United States. I didn't know. I thought I, th- I didn't know what making Texas its own country again. I didn't. I didn't know that. I did. I didn't know that's what it meant. I, oh no! What to do now? What to do? Now? No, I think you just feel kind of dumb because uh, stock markets went down and the pound went down, which means that stuff got more expensive for you and your country, and you're freaking out a little bit because everybody thinks it's oh my god the next economic depression. I mean, and it could be that could have been the catalyst to set everything off. I don't think it was because of that. But uh, other situations set that off, which I'm not going to get into. But it could have been the catalyst that set all this stuff off. But the point is, don't come back and say, like, well, I didn't know. We should, we should vote now because now I know. No, because you feel stupid. That's why you're saying that. You feel stupid and you think people are going to blame you and everybody always wants to be on the winning side. And now that everything's kind of falling apart, you're like, no, we need to go back. And now Germany's saying all these other countries, they're, calling, they're talking about Fexit, which is France's exit. Uh, they're calling, talking about Gexit or Jexit or whatever they're going to call it, and it's Germany's. Ex- Apparently, five countries are going to exit. Is what they want to do right now, and uh, yeah, let's see, let's see how that's going to end up. How is America going to? Uh, are we going to be? Uh, are we going to be the ones that to benefit from this? Because it's like, all right, I know those other countries won't trade with you because that was the whole thing with the EU. Everybody gets all this free trade, right? And um, I know they won't trade with you, but we're America. We'll trade with you, and we're going to help you out. We're going to do it. I don't know if it's going to help America or if it's going to hurt America. Um, yeah, so that, that's, 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 that's a, a weird thing that I heard from one economist. And, again, it's not from me. It's from another economist because uh, I don't know. He, uh, anyway, so this other economist, right, he's basically, he said this, and he said this years ago because I listened to a bunch of economists, like I said. He said this years ago, and what he said was before they ever crashed the dollar, what they would first do is crash the euro. 
So before, because of course everything's, buddy, uh, if, if you're looking at the Federal Reserve and Janet Yellen and what she's doing and, and as far as, uh, you know, raising interest rates and, and when they did the QE and everything and they're talking about, oh, we're going to raise interest rates again and now they don't have to raise interest rates. Like they were, they said they were going to do it in June, which they didn't do it this month. They said they were going to do it before that. They were supposed to raise interest rates three or four times, but the first time they raised interest rates back in January, what happened? It fell, right? It fell under 16,000, the Dow. It just started falling. Um, and so they, they, they didn't do that again. So they were worried that they're going to have to reverse and go back to zero, which would make them look foolish. Well, now they have an excuse to go back and go to zero, right? Because, oh, it wasn't our fault. Uh, Britain decided to get out of the EU. So we have to do this. You know, we're just working with other banks because the EU and the pound falling and everything. Uh, we got to do it, right? But basically what they said, what, what was said was that they were going to um, sacrifice the euro before they sacrifice the dollar. Because what is the dollar? The dollar is the reserve currency for the entire world, right? Everybody bases their money off of that. So that's the last one that they want to really fall apart. Because if that falls apart, then, yeah, we got some problems. So that's that's what he was, that's what he, and he said that years ago. So I was like, ah, okay, okay. I wonder if anybody really cares about that. I wonder if anybody's like, what are you talking about right now? What, who cares about that? I want to know about this celebrity and what I don't know. I don't know. It concerns me. And I like listening to smart people. It doesn't make me feel smart. It actually makes me feel dumb because I, I have to look up what they're talking about. But it's good. It's good. Listen to other smart people. And uh, maybe you can pivot your way out of certain situations or set your family up correctly so you don't get screwed. You know what I mean? Huh? Maybe? Probably not. Probably just stress about it and do absolutely nothing about it. My wife says that I like to look at that type of stuff because I have no control over my own life. So I have to look at stuff that so large and worldly that and know about that stuff so I can feel some type of control. Like, oh, see, but I'm, I know about this. It's just like she's like, oh, because you can't control your own life. That's why you can't control the little things. I'm like, but that's what you're here for. So I control the big things. I help control that. And you control little things. And she goes, you don't control anything. I'm like. You know, potato, potato. That's what it. Could, <laughs> uh, it a lot of the uh, after the uh, after the Brexit, uh, some some people are talking about Texas, Texas leaving the United States. Which I said it last time. Uh, I don't think Brexit is like Texas, because it, it'd be more like what I said before. If you had a North American Union and Canada decided to leave the North American Union, and it was just going to be United States and Mexico, which would eventually they, they they'd go apart. I don't think because Texas have been. We've been with uh, the United States since, what, the 1840s, 1850s? I should know that. They make us take Texas history here, but I think it was 1845. Or that might have been our independence for a while. I don't, I don't remember. I didn't look it up. I should have looked it up before I did the podcast. I didn't look it up. But uh, a lot of people like, we have our own power grid? Yeah, Texas has its own power grid. You have East Coast, the West Coast, and Texas has its own power grid. Uh, we, got, we got oil. Uh, we're going to repatriate our gold. We're gonna do I don't think it would be good. I don't think it would be good to leave the United States. Uh, and how, was that, how does that affect your citizen? Because I was born in Texas. Does that mean I'm a Texas citizen and not a United States citizen? Is that what it means? But no, I was born in Texas while I was part of the United States, so that would make me a United States citizen, right? So I don't think Texas should do that, but if they do decide, hey, Texas, let's go for it. I love you guys. You know, whatever you guys is, now I sound like those people. Hey, why are you doing those demonic voices in the back? What? I can't hear anything you're saying. Speak up. 
I told you about that. What? No. Say something. Cheese. Cheese? We don't have cheese. I don't like cheese anymore. You don't like cheese anymore? Oh yeah, the other because you ate Swiss cheese. It was he ate thick Swiss cheese that comes for the sandwich packages, and he was just like, "This is gross." I'm like, "Yeah, it's not like because he gets those little red cow cheeses that come in the plastic and wax and eats those are snacks." And he thought it was gonna be the same. It wasn't the same. He said it was disgusting. I was like, "Yeah, nobody told you to eat that." <laughs> anyway, so that was the uh, Brexit and Texit. Uh, I don't I don't think we should should do that. But we'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. This puts us. In some type of de- depression, where the spirals us out to? Does the dollar rise to the occasion because the euro is falling? Does it fall because gold is rising? Who knows? Everything's up in the air. You should probably listen to somebody who's more informed with this. You'd probably get a better grasp of what's happening. But no, you heard the ramblings of a guy who uh, has a lot of time on his hands. So, <laughs> um, so yesterday there was a terrorist attack in Istanbul, which used to be called Constantinople, if you didn't know that. Yeah, Istanbul was Constantinople. Now it's Istanbul, not Constantinople. So why did Constantinople get the works? And you know what? That's nobody's business but the Turks. So I'm an idiot. <laughs> That's a song from They Might Be Giants. Istanbul was Constantinople. Now it's Istanbul. Okay. Anyway, I remember that from Tiny Toons. I don't know why I remember that from Tiny Toons, but I remember that from Tiny Toons. And I, there was an extra credit question in ninth grade geography, and he was like, and the teacher asked, first one to raise their hand, and it was like a, for a fun size snicker bar or something like that. What was Istanbul once called? And I was like, Constantinople. And everybody like, looked at me like, well, how did you know that? Freaking Tiny Toons, bro. Uh, but they had a, um, I shouldn't be laughing because they had a terrorist attack. They had a terrorist attack. Uh, 41 people killed. 230 were injured. Uh, apparently, these they're saying ISIS again, right? I don't know if they said that because ISIS is Twitter, which ISIS having a Twitter. I'm not even getting into that. It just sounds... Uh, but uh, the part that freaked me out was one of the guys, one of the terrorists got shot and by, by, by a cop. And he was on the floor, and then the cop goes up to him, and I think he shoots him one more time, and he sees that he has a bomb around his chest or whatever, and runs. And then seconds later, the guy pulls it or detonates it, and boom, dude blows up, right? And I saw this on uh, RT on Russia Today. On so anyway, so it, it, it he blows up, and then you just see body parts fall, and that was uh, that was freaky, man. That was that's on an ooh. That that was that was crazy to watch that. That was crazy to watch somebody just blow themselves up. Because, uh, well, that's what suicide bomb suicide bombers do, right? But that that was a terrorist attack, and they the very next day you figure the airport would be closed or something, but it's an international airport. They kept it open. They kept it open. They had extra guards there. They had construction people working on that stuff. I guess they cleaned up blood and body parts that were spread everywhere. But that was insane. Apparently, they went in with guns start shooting people and then of course when they pulled the bombs and killing people so that was and now the cia is talking about oh we, we got to worry about that happening over here now that it's imminent it's going to happen um don't live in fear people that's all i would say is don't live in fear i don't want it to happen i know they're doing the whole thing if you see something say something if you see something say something and yeah, i feel like they're trying to ingrain that in us if you see something say something 
And so everybody, everybody's guilty till proven innocent. I don't want to get on my soapbox about that type of stuff, but uh, we shouldn't live in fear, man. We shouldn't live in fear. And um, Istanbul used to be called Constantinople. So you have that little bit of knowledge now. So if you're in ninth grade geography and listening to this and your teacher asked you that for extra credit question, now you know. And you can thank, not me, but Tiny Tunes. Those are the ones that came up with it. So July 9th, uh, we got another one of those shows, uh, Blind Tiger Set List. We're actually going to name it something different, either um, Blind Tigers, Off the Cuff, or something like that. But it was a fun show. For those of you who came to the show, thank you. And I'm talking about it's, it was mainly comedians, but it's a, it's a fun show for all comedians. So July 9th is going to be the next one. Uh, what it is is um, basically you get three topics, and they're completely different topics, and you've never seen them before. Like one of them said dragon fashion, and the comic had to had to go up and do a minute, minute and a half on dragon fashion, like coming up with a joke or a story. Um, so it was just weird ones like that that we would do, and it was a fun show. It was a fun. At the very end, we did a show. We did a, a versus where people go back and forth at each other, and I, we're gonna do that again. And except this versus is actually gonna be a roast battle. So every Saturday at ten o'clock, starting July 9th at the Blind Tiger Comedy Club off 410 uh, and Broadway, or between Broadway and Nacogdoches, underneath the Magic Time Machine restaurant. You can find the Blind Tiger Comedy Club at 10 o'clock, free show, and it's going to be off the chain. Everybody loved it. Uh, we're going to do the Blind Tiger set list or off the cuff or whatever we're going to call it, and then there's going to be a main event where people are going to battle it out at the end. So come check that out. If you're a comic um Come perform and do that. Uh, unless we don't like you or I don't like you, then get out my face, son. Don't come. No, I'm just playing with you. Uh, <laughs> come check it out. It's going to be a good show. Uh, this week, I'm going to be at the Improv Comedy Club. That's right. I'll be at the Improv Comedy Club with Rick Gutierrez, who is the opener for Fluffy. I know it's you, son. I'm doing the plugs. I'm, I'm ending the podcast. Mama's at work right now. Mama's working so she can pay the bills so I can keep doing this podcast and living this dream. Huh? Huh? How does that sound? So he's asleep. You know she's asleep. Hmm? Can you stop shaking your head when you ask me questions? Oh, stop. Oh, it's Howie. It's all right. Love you. Okay. So I'll be there. I'll be there at the Improv Comedy Club for Fourth of July weekend. And if you're in Austin, go check out Raul Sanchez. This is a dude, <laughs> Raul Sanchez, a guy, a uh, good, friend, really, really good friend of mine. I started doing comedy with him. We started at the same time, and now he's headlining the Cap City Comedy Club all week. So go check him out if you're in Austin. Yeah, we started at the same time. I'm emceeing at the Improv Comedy Club here in San Antonio, and he's headlining in Austin at the Cap City Comedy Club. Not bitter. Not bitter at all. No, I'm just messing. <laughs> uh, good for him, man. Good for him. I'm happy for him. I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I'm so happy for... No, I'm just playing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so go check that out. Hey, work is work, right? I'm getting my work done. I'm funny. I'm doing what I got to do, making this game. So go check that out. Um, and add me on Twitter at Josh Kawasa, at C-A-B-A-Z-A, SoundCloud. Also the same name, YouTube. Uh, Facebook, Funny Man Comedy Works. It's Funny Man, one word, Comedy Works. Uh, every Tuesday, we're going to be doing videos on Facebook and YouTube, and then podcast Wednesdays on SoundCloud and iTunes. And then on Thursdays is when the new survey is going to go out, so check that out. But thank you guys for listening to another podcast. The Daddy No. Uh, we're taking off. Is there anything that you want to say to anybody? Hmm? Dirt. What? Dirt.
George? Yeah. I He's calling you out, George? Huh? Huh? Like, you calling yeah. you calling George out? What are you gonna tell George? What are you telling George? Tell George. Tell him. Huh? What are you gonna tell George? George saying he won't. Ooh, that's right. That's right, George. Do you hear that, George? My son told you, son. Huh? From MGP Podcast. What do you got to say about MGP Podcast, son? Huh? Nope. Oh, he just told y'all nope. That's what he said. Nope. Anything else? About George? You want to say anything to George one more time? I eat snacks. Yeah, George, why don't you go eat some snacks, son? Go eat some snacks. Yeah, eat cereal. Oh, you ain't even got cereal, he said. Oh, dang. I think we got our first roast battle. Shh. Stop yelling. You're going to wake up your sister. I'm serious. I think we got our first roast battle. It's going to be my son versus George. He's already roasting you on the mic, son. Talking down. You said you ain't even got cereal. You ain't got cereal in your house. How does that feel? Ooh, that's got to burn. It's got to stink. He knows you. He's in your head. You're going down. July 9th. Everybody. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> Zoe's awake? Yeah. Because you woke her up? Yeah. All right. Uh, it's going to be a good day. It's going to be a good day. Uh, you can hear her in the back crying now. You got to pee. Did you just wake her up so we can go swimming outside in the pool? Yeah. We really don't have a pool. It's a little blow-up doll. Not blow-up doll. Wow. Blow-up pool that I got to go now blow up. And it's going to give me all lightheaded, and I got to do that for 25 minutes. And then my daughter's now crying because he woke her up, and she's only been asleep for, oh, 30 minutes. Great. She's going to be in a fantastic mood. I'm so happy for you, son. Yay, now you get to go swimming. Ah! <laughs> Yeah, you're here in the back. All right, guys. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Daddy No. Listen every Wednesday, and you have a great week. And uh, hopefully, uh, stuff. I got to go. Go watch. Yeah. Uh-oh, spaghetti-o Uh-oh, spaghetti-o Uh-oh, spaghetti-o Uh-oh, spaghetti-o Uh-oh, spaghetti